Every You're going to put your Pokemon in gym. <laughs> oh. Jim's like, just got a Mr. Mime stuck out his I like, ass. I like how you turn around for this, Jim, like, to I, face I mean, me. I could probably manage Diglett, but don't go any further. You can take Diglett? Every hole's a goal. Oh, Jesus. I'm always going to say far-fetched leak. <laughs> um... Is Sell yourself it? short, man. Go for a dog trio. <laughs> Jesus. One in each hole. Woo! This is getting too spicy for me now. Yeah. Oh, it's getting hot in here. <laughs> uh, exactly. Episode 35. Yeah. Half a nerd. <laughs> we made it. <laughs> such such hype. Hey, man. Uh, cool. Um, who we got this week? Hello, I'm Jim. We've got Jim. Jim actually has been here since the end of Last Nerd Word in oh, this room. Oh, God. Did anyone even listen to that? Barely made me do an embarrassing bit of acting. It was really painful. What? <laughs> See? Nobody listened. Nobody even listens to that end bit. I just... I know. Um... I, might, I might spice <laughs> it in here as well for this no, episode. What was Hello. Hey. It's me. I'm here for the podcast. Hello. 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 And the Oscar goes to... Jim Derwent. This is the first Oscar and sixth nomination for... Jim Derwent. Who else we got? Chewback. Oh, nice. uh, who else? Nick. And we got a newbie. Luke. Luke Flaming Lips Warren has arrived on the podcast. Prick. Who, <laughs> <laughs> Luke? Yeah. Why is he Flaming Lips Warren? <laughs> so, so back when I used to work with <clears throat> Luke in the store, Luke had never really had ramen before. Ah. So I took him yep. for some ramen. And they, well, I mean, you could tell them what options they gave you. It was just spicy or not, or just spicy or really spicy. Right. And that was it. And I was just like, no, no spice. And she was like, spicy. And I was like, but, <laughs> all right, yeah, go for it. Came back and it was just like ridiculously fucking hot. And I was like, I paid for this. So I'm just going to. So he sat there and ate the whole thing. Yeah. Fair enough. And it was painful to watch. Yeah, drank the broth <laughs> and everything. I was like. You crazy. <laughs> yeah. Can I tell you my flaming lip story? Mm-hmm. It's a good story. So I was into Flaming Lips when the Flaming Lips were still, you know, a bit obscure and American because I'm a hipster twat. But one day I was um, hanging out with my lady friend of the time. And Is this a groupy story? We were doing a bit of kissy kissy in her bedroom. Oh, yeah. And Flaming Lips came on the radio. The first time I'd ever heard Flaming Lips on the radio. So I stopped kissing her and went, Flaming Lips! And she'd never heard of Flaming Lips. <laughs> so she thought I had a, a problem. She wondered what the oh, <laughs> specific issue with the she thinks she was. Shall I be concerned? Are we going to I'm going to stop. Yeah. Flaming Lips. <laughs> it was a uh, massively embarrassing moment. Yeah. <laughs> we should laugh, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Smooth like a paper. No, we should laugh. <laughs> um, and we've got me, uh, Bailey. So, uh, your week in geek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what have our nerds been up to this week? <laughs> Playing any games, watching any movies, doing anything nerdy. It's been a while since you've been on, Jim. It is. Yeah, I've been in quite a bit. So I did something. I probably did the ultimate anti-nerdy thing this week. Right. I turned down 
the offer of a preview ticket for The Last Jedi. I what? I could have seen it like a week before it got back. Um, why Why did you turn down? Because it's in London and it's on the weekend. I mean, you work in London. I know, but I'm, on, so I'm, in, I'm in London like the start of the week before that and the start of the week after that and the end of the week after that. And it's just, it, I've just moved to Harris, the Harris of the table. I need to be spending my weekends at home. It just would have been too much time out from pre-Christmas household stuff. No, you do. could have been enjoying stuff. You could have been lording the shit out of it. That's it. Over we could have had a nerd word scoop as well. I could have done like a proper review of a film that's not yeah, and everything. You are a disappointment. Well, you could have given the ticket to someone else. <laughs> well, I can't because I already would have had to pretend to be somebody else to do this. <laughs> <laughs> if somebody else got off it and can't use it, it's Inception. Me. It's Inception. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I know him, so I can pretend to be him. But Jim's, you don't know, Jim's so just pretend to be like Lord Cliff or something with like a fucking <laughs> little cane, monocle, top hat. Hello, I'm here for Last Jedi. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm not doing that next week. Um, but yeah, I've been playing some games, I'm watching some telly. Uh, I'm taking a break from Destiny mostly, oh, really? so I'm playing some other stuff. You so, and that million off players. Yeah. So I've gone back to Uncharted 4 because I'm only sort of halfway through that. I don't even part way through like ten chapters in. That's probably how it is. Okay. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's it's beautiful and great. So I like it. I sort of I was thinking really, just like with all the Uncharted games, I quite like the kind of the dialogue and the voice acting because it's always come across as like you know if you get sort of tragic dudes who want to sound cool and try and talk like people from action movies, mm. and they sound a bit you know, gruff voice guy. That a bit, and just just the sort of awkward way people deliver those lines when they're just normal people and they think they're sounding cool, but they sound like dicks. Well, that's what everyone in Uncharted's always been like, and I've always quite liked it. Right. It just occurred to me this week that maybe they're not meant to sound like. Maybe they're meant to be actual cool action movie people, and it's just the delivery gets fluffed, or maybe they're written that way, and then the delivery's actually great acting and like it's Nolan North doing the. Yeah, it's not I'm going to make this to a realistic yeah, tragic yeah. guy instead of a. So I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Anyway, maybe think about that a bit. Uh, yeah, I, I picked the drivers on my laptop because it's it's like a gaming capable laptop. But I've never bothered to do it, um, so because yeah, the stock drivers are a bit shit because it's got a non-standard version of a GeForce in there. I'm getting bored. I'm getting bored. I got bored of myself, so I'm playing some games <laughs> on there that I've not played for a while. I'll come back to. Going <laughs> <laughs> back to Torchlight Two. Played some more of that. It's a beautiful game. I love that a lot. Um, you know, you don't know. Kind of a like sort of a Diablo of clone, but yeah. but more kind of yeah. I don't know. It's a less hardcore, more light-hearted, fun Diablo-style dungeon crawler. Oh, all right. Um, played a bit of Skyrim on there because I was getting hyped for Skyrim VR, but I'm not getting Skyrim VR yet, so I thought I'd just play a bit. Anyway. Regular, regular Skyrim. Yeah. Um, hmm. I've been playing Animal Crossing on mobile. Oh, yeah. That's something that will come up in a bit. Well, it'll come up in a bit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, yeah. Bits and bobs. That. Yeah. 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 Um <clears throat> Sadly, I haven't had much time to play many games this week. Yeah. Uh, but well, something that Jim just mentioned on uh, the Surface Pro. Have you heard about the latest version with uh, playing games on it? No. What? You can't play games on the Surface Pro using a power supply. So the the what? power supply. Yeah. So I did read about that. Yeah, the power supply for the Surface Pro gives out a certain amount of uh, power. Right. When you're playing a Surface Pro at max gaming graphics and everything. Yeah. 
it's actually drawing more power than the power supply can give it. <laughs> so even if you have it uncharged while playing a game, the battery will still go down. Well, that's a bit shit, then, isn't it? It's really bad. And the thing is, it's so easy to just make a high-rate battery, yeah, pack, mm, uh, mm. You know, power pack. I don't know why they haven't. Microsoft, Microsoft said we don't expect our users to play games on this. Well, they did, they did, yeah, they did, they did. Well, they're anyway. stupid, don't they? Mm. Well, mine's a previous version anyway, which runs on battery power and still charges. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. fine. So, yeah. I'm playing some uh, Super Mario Odyssey, uh, just kind of working my way through that. Mm-hmm. And honestly, oh, I played some uh, Phone Destroyer as well. That was alright, that was a little laugh. If you like, yeah, if you like South Park, that's a little laugh. Um, that's about it, really. Okay. Wait, hang on. You've not watched any TV? Impossible. Oh, how much quite a TV? I have not had it. I have not had time. Come on with the Flash. The Flash this season is my favourite season of Flash since it's first out because it's all just fun and stupid, which is what the Flash is really? good at. Yeah, like every episode is a comedy episode, it seems. Oh. That's when it's great. So I'm really enjoying that. Uh, that might be all I've watched. <laughs> I'm, I'm plodding through Star Trek, but I'm still sort of half sleeping through myself. Oh, what? I finished all <laughs> <on> Discovery. <laughs> yeah, no, I loved it. I enjoyed the season finale. I'm enjoying Defenders. That's what I'm back on now. Oh, um, really? Defenders was good. It got really good at the point where they all got together and they really nailed the like dialogue of you know the way Avengers was great when they all first got together and just mm-hmm. get the good fun like mm-hmm. people bouncing off each other dialogue. They got that really good. Um, but then the last half of the season. It's, well, I'm only like another episode in, and it's already they've split them up again, and they're bringing the supporting characters back in. It's all just like falling to bits. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't get any better. Right. Yeah. <sighs> Which is it's such a shame. Well, no, no, no. That's the, that's the thing. Defenders. It started off yeah. really well when together. The yeah. really great thing about it is just the way it treats Iron Fist. Like this is a show that knows Iron Fist was a shit show, <laughs> and everybody in it takes a piss yeah. out of Iron Fist. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which he deserves, and it's great. So. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, Nick. Uh, well, I went out too. Um, I watched Justice League. That's the main thing I did. Thoughts? Well, I mean, do you want, do you want to spoil it? Is this Future Bailey? Is, does anyone care? Uh, I, 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 I do. Will, I, I'm watching it on Tuesday. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> You've seen it? No. I didn't get to see it. Oh, I thought you... No, no, no. no. Oh, no, that was Thor that you went with. Yeah. 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 yeah, okay, okay. All right, well, we'll discuss it maybe next week then, or next time. Yeah. Or can you give us Let's a no-spoilers see. one? Well, look, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I know like DC's got a bad rep for movies in general at the present moment, but like, I actually enjoyed it. It just it had a few issues. They had great set pieces. Like In terms of like just visual, crazy, superhero moments, it was great. I think the only thing is that you can see where they had a change of direction, where it's like, all right, we have to try and make this a bit lighthearted at the moment because that's what's slaying the cinema at the moment in Marvel. But this comes off a bit weird in Justice League whereas like Marvel's a bit more natural even when they're overdoing it in like 4 it's still more natural whereas in this it's kind of like the trying and the flashes the, the flash in the Justice League movie is like trying to absorb all the kind of comedy and trying to be like I'm, I'm the comedy guy I'm the I'm the guy who says something and then people laugh and then I do something and then people laugh like they made him that kind of character okay. even though he is also like a tragic character almost so mm. he comes off weird and everyone else is just DC character but I can't say anything more than that because what I really want to talk about is one thing that would be a massive spoiler to people who haven't seen the movie so when everyone's seen it then then we can discuss it because do you think it's to do with Joss Whedon coming in halfway through does it feel like his bits don't gel with the rest of it Um, no I think I think they managed to kind of recover it 
yeah. in that kind of sense. But the, that, like I said, the the trying to make it a bit more marvelly, a bit more lighthearted, is isn't the issue we've had with the movie. Um, it's just you got to expect the issue of you have a movie that you know when they did Avengers, you kind of already knew everyone. There's, there wasn't a lot of sell needed for the other characters. This, they kind of half spent used to know some characters because they've had their own movies. And other characters have to kind of clunkily try and like quickly establish who they are and why you should care and what they're about and what their powers are. And so Flash and Cyborg. Cyborg was actually really well done. Okay. Yeah, I've heard I was actually things. really surprised. Like, he was done really well. The guy that got to play Cyborg played the part brilliantly. Like, he was, he was just great. Flash is, yeah, they were just like, look, this Flash, he, look, he's funny <laughs> and he does stuff and he's like awkward and blah, 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 blah. Uh, Aquaman is just... Aquaman. I mean, they do try to take the piss out of him, which is nice. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's just like they just had to kind of rush out so much stuff. Plus, just in case you forgot that Wonder Woman is awesome, here's Wonder Woman doing awesome stuff <laughs> before they even team up. And you're like, okay, fair enough. But, like I said, all of that, not the problem I had with the movie. Okay. Can't discuss what I had with okay. the movie. I saw someone start a petition for a uh, Zack Snyder only cut. They wrote 2,400 word petition for a Zack Snyder only cut and remove all the Josh Wilden scenes. Uh, Uh, It doesn't exist because he didn't finish it. No, I know. know. Just with holes in it. They're just saying they want want a dark brooding Justice League, which... It's 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 gathering a couple hundred thousand signatures. Maybe would have worked. Yeah, but those petitions are all things are garbage anyway. Um, But, so, yeah, that's it. But I liked it. Overall, I enjoyed it. I have my okay. picks, but I enjoyed it. Um, what else have I been doing? Um, man, like, the, the sodium overload on Destiny has got to the point where I'm like, even I can't be bothered with even hearing about the game anymore. Like, yeah, it's I've, hit critical I'm, mass. I've unsubscribed like, from the Reddit. Like, just, I don't want to know about it. The sodium's yeah. way <laughs> too high. I mean, Bungie aren't doing themselves some, some favours. Really some, some of that we're going to go into with the news. Yeah, but that wasn't even... I mean, they, they had... This is this is kind of a critical moment for like Reddit and all these kind of people. They had a stream in which they were talking about the new expansion, and they were like, "Hey guys, look, we've put this massive kind of public event, which in Destiny public events are just like adult instances that happen, and everyone can join in and do stuff and get stuff for doing it." And they're like, "We've added this big elaborate public event into this new DLC area, and um, it's going to be our most rewarding, you know, one yet." <laughs> all right. And it feels like they set Deej, who's the community manager, completely up. They completely stitched them up in this because <laughs> at the exact moment he said, and this is the most re- our most rewarding public event, they open crate number one. A token comes out <laughs> with some glimmer, which is money. And they open, box num- they open chest number two. Another token comes out. <laughs> and a whopping whole blue engram. <laughs> and he had to be like, uh, yeah, check out these guys' like sweet dance moves, and just quickly like <laughs> <laughs> this interview's over, kind of like wow, cut, man. cut the camera. It was awful. a little like hook just comes out <laughs> and just falls him off. Yeah, it, it was it was embarrassing for him because two tokens and a blue don't mean shit in Destiny. <laughs> um, so yeah, calling it the most rewarding is like just all and that that killed that basically wrote ready everyone was just like you know what fuck this game <laughs> so yeah that didn't help so what well, i've been playing instead i just picked up a bunch of cheap shit in um black friday bill so i picked up sniper elite 4 which i'm okay. just blasting through the car it's always good fun it's good fun the only things are christ 
a it, it feels a need. It feels like there's not many weapons in the game, and every time you scroll for a list, it's a sniper game. Every yeah, sniper rifle you want. Oh no, 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 no! I play Sniper League Three, and there was like you know different models of sniper rifles, and you're like, okay, this yeah. sniper rifle looks good. Like you had weapons to look forward to. Mm. Yeah. All the other sniper rifles just feel like worse than the starting sniper rifle, which is a bad sign. Yeah. And then all the other sniper rifles are DLC, 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 and it makes it. I wish it just didn't even show you that they existed if you didn't have the DLC, but it's always there. You go to the upgrade room, Right, because they want there. you to buy it. Sod them. Yeah. Of course, yeah. But um, So yeah, that doesn't help. But otherwise, other than that, yeah, I'm enjoying the game. It's just, it's, it's a laugh of the game. It has hilarious moments in it. So um, I'm playing that and I've got Wolfenstein to play through and I've got Typhoon 2, just anything that was going cheap, really. Fair so right. I'm stocked up. Cool. That's cool. it. Luke, what have you been doing for the last 21 years? Uh, <laughs> Before you were on the Nerdwits. Living, I suppose, uh, reading books. I mean, I finished the Foundation trilogy by Isaac Asimov. Um, that was pretty good. Mm -hmm. Plenty of plot twists in that, like, the last few chapters, which is just, like, yeah. Blows your oh, mind. hang on. The body lady is back. So we paused the body lady, but when I make an uh, accidental gurgle with my drink, everyone just carries on. Who the fuck's the body lady? <laughs> uh, there's a lady upstairs that drags the body around. You'll hear her. Oh, okay. <laughs> Drags a body, not her body. Yeah. Um, <laughs> carry on. So yeah, I finished reading that. Um, it's a good ending. Up, it is a good ending. I do kind of want to pick up like the expanded like universe of it, but I've got other things to read. Uh, picked up Cuphead, so that's uh, not yeah. Cop Souls. Yeah, I haven't played Dark Souls, so I wouldn't know. You're anything. not missing anything, sorry. No, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is it? Is it as hard as people are making that? It truly isn't as hard. As I mean, it, it's not. It's it's old school hard. <coughs> yeah. It's yeah. Like, okay. Like, you, it's not like it's yeah. cripplingly depressing to like lose. It's just like, oh, okay, well, try again. You fail. All right, try again. It's, it's just, just learning just the patterns. Yeah. Once you learn the pattern, it's like, all right, cool. You can remember that bit, and then you get to like the second stage of like the boss or the level, and you're like, oh, okay, you'll fail at that bit because you've like, played the first level part so much. You can just remember that, breeze through that, and then get on to the next part. Remember that, beat that. But like I've noticed, like at the end of like the levels, you've got like a, a grading system. Like it goes up to I think like S rank and stuff like that. So like you can different power ups give you like different grading as well because you can have like auto aim on and that just like completely crushes your score. Yeah, you have to get like parries and all that kind of stuff. But I don't know if there's any game you're gonna lose repeatedly at. I think Cuphead is the most charming game to lose repeatedly at. Mm, yeah. It doesn't sort of like push like it doesn't push its defeat in your face. You're like, oh okay, well I screwed up because you realised you screwed up and you know where you can improve on that bit. Um, you don't know. learn, Luke, do you? No, I suck at games, but that's it. It's just like, oh, okay, cool. I enjoy it. It was like, it's a pretty cheap game as far as games go. Mm. What are you playing it on? Uh, Xbox One. Right. So I picked up a One S as well because I had my previous Xbox and I was just like, this is just fat and junky and like the massive power brick. And I was like, yeah. this isn't, it's not cool. Is, so, it, is it on anything else yet? Uh, PC. PC. Yeah, yeah. PC. Right. I think someone's I just wondered whether you might have got it on Switch, wasn't it? If that ever does come out on Switch, I'll still pick it up. Um, um, it's actually made me playing it on your console made yeah. me buy it myself. Ooh. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to playing. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I told you, bring your pad around and we'll play. Sweet, do that and die and die and die and die. Yep. Cool. Um, but I haven't really watched anything. I mean, I've been like rewatching old John Tron videos. Uh, that's oh, hilarious. The fallen fuck that dude. The fallen, the fallen yeah. one, yeah. Mistakes were made, but like. He still entertains. He 
he still entertains. He's not as bad as like other people, like the Vine Brothers, who like everyone's just like, and fuck these guys. Uh, uh, right. Let's not go down the light. He's not as bad as. Yeah. I mean, he's not as bad he as made, he made Harvey some... Weinstein. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Harvey Weinstein or John Lasseter, that guy from. Pixar. Hey, look, he just gave hugs. Yeah, but some people don't like hugs. <laughs> I mean, fuck those guys, but. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't say that. Hugs, <laughs> hugs is not. Consistent. That's what the newspaper yeah. said. It was like, hey, gave hugs. Yeah, very good. Yeah, unwarranted hugs. And... His penis out. <laughs> Just like Louis C.K. in like oh. rooms. Whew. Anything else? Let's get spicy. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> that escalated quickly. Yeah. That's what I do. Uh, no, that's it. Okay. Fair enough. Um, as for myself, um, been watching the new David Attenborough stuff, which is fantastic and looks great on my telly. You know what? I'm sick of him getting all the credit for it. People go out and spend like three years trying to film this one. Well, thing we, we spoke about this. And then he comes we? back and it was like David Attenborough is so amazing. And no one remembers the names of the poor fuckers who had to go and do well, it for three you years. Know, I mean, he's, Sat on a he's the one that's getting up, nothing up front, day. and you know he's the the one that's exactly. there. He sits so. in his comfy living room and does the voiceovers. I mean, he's he's 94. Exactly. <laughs> so it's fine that he's not doing it, but everyone talks like it's him who's doing it all. Well, I mean, you can go back to like Zoo Quest and shit when he's like out in the field, like catching stuff. He was and, great. Like... That's fine. I'm glad they keep the behind the scenes though at the end of every yeah, episode. Yeah. Like, you know, that's, that's a little bit of justice. I didn't realise yeah. he'd been in Sea Quest. Sea Quest? Zoo Quest. Oh, not Sea Quest DSV. No, no, what the fuck are you on about? That's <laughs> what you said he was in. No. <laughs> and then you were like, yeah, I know. <laughs> Z questions the stuff he did like before he was even like the controller of BBC Two. Okay, he was terrible in Stargate, wasn't he? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah no, it was. Uh, he's, he's done a lot of stuff. I don't think we should rag on David Ambrose. I just want him to. He might clear my sauce. He just needs to give more credit to the people doing the work. I, I think he does that as well. I know they have that ten minutes at the end, but nobody watches that. Everyone I do. Well, I do. I do too, but I think people don't. We've all in this room said we watch it. We're not people. I mean, talk, you know, I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh talk about the the. Great Unwashed. <laughs> the Great Unwashed. <laughs> That's on next week's episode, isn't it? Right. Yeah. A big fish. Um, <laughs> a big dirty fish. A big dirty fish. <laughs> what that's never been washed whilst yeah. it lives in the ocean. <laughs> okay. Um, How do you wash a fish? Just rub it. <laughs> Vigorously. <laughs> Maintain eye, eye contact. Assert dominance. <laughs> Unwanted rubs. Uh, <laughs> Ooh. Maybe that's what was going on in Finding Nemo. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my god. Is that going to be who's uh, next? What? Nemo? No. Yes, no. Don't even fucking oh, joke, whoa, whoa, whoa. man. Why? Who's next? I'm just saying, I don't know. Someone in Nemo. I don't know. Someone, in <laughs> someone, has, someone gets outed. Um, what else have I been doing? Uh, I played uh, a bunch of Skyrim on my Switch, which is great. Playing it on train is kind of surreal. How's, is, how's it feel? Yeah, feels fine. It, it doesn't run like, you know, PlayStation 4 special edition version, but, but you can't expect that, really. The 360 version, though. Yeah, runs just, yeah, fine. Once And also, like, loading times, like, once you've actually got it loaded the first time, like, runs runs really quite quickly. Um, yeah, draw distance is pretty good, considering. Um, yeah, just overall really, really happy with it. I'm, I'm actually really fucking happy with my Switch. Um, it feels like the console to have right now. Just don't buy one. Um, I just feel bad for people that aren't currently playing a Switch, really. <laughs> You're looking at me specifically. 50% <laughs> <laughs> of the room. 
yeah, so I've been playing that. Um, uh, played a bunch of Mario Kart with my wife. Played a bunch of Mario Kart against Chewie and Luke. Uh, beat them. Oh. Um, <laughs> and now have a 200% Dude, win you... record against Luke. No, you were playing with a SNES controller. Yeah, I was playing with And him. he was playing with the same controller as me. Yeah. What? Because he was playing with the right analog joystick. The right Joy-Con, which has the, like, the analog stick in the middle, as opposed to like, I always the give left. Sam the better one. Oh, okay, okay. Because okay. you're a good guy. Because I'm a good guy that no, still man. beat you. It's like, oh. fuck out the way, just like oh. that. Player one. <laughs> hey, man, like, <laughs> it, I don't know what a brother. I always had the budget controller my entire life. It's definitely tricky with this nice controller. Yeah, right. uh, the worst kind of brother. Well, it wasn't that bad, but I was just like, hey, yeah, you can play. You can't. <laughs> that's harsh man or what he'd do is he'd like leave the controller up and think it's plugged in and there's me just like oh I'm doing really oh, good that's, like, that's classic even I had to do that <laughs> no man uh, yeah uh, other than that um, not that much really um, just yeah, a few documentaries and little bits and bobs but yeah nothing major I've not seen any movies um, uh, I watched something on the mob, which was pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it was uh, it's on Netflix actually. Um, it's just called the mob. I don't normally like uh, sort of docu drama things. Oh yeah. Um, but this one was pretty reasonable, and it had uh, Ray Liotta doing the voiceover. I think I maybe spoke about it. Is this the one you said they got the guy from the Godfather? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, I need some criminals. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I kind of don't <laughs> like that sort of stuff. But the actual story of like how the mob was formed. Um, I found really really interesting and actually just went and did like a bunch of like research online afterwards just found Wait, it. did a bunch of like bank robberies yeah yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was, yeah, I was just yeah. like you know what I can do this yeah, this um, awesome. yeah. Uh, other than that that's, that's kind of it really um, cool so I'll move it on to new releases <laughs> no, there is some stuff. Uh, Black Mirror on PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One is a point and click series. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> uh, Based on nothing. Yeah. Gothic horror adventure series. Point and click adventure gothic horror. No, thanks. No, we're all out. <laughs> we're all out. Uh, okay. Yeah, well, uh, Demon's Age. Oh, God. That sounds bad. Classic RPG game with isometric view and turn-based battles. It's not a classic. Uh, okay, let's move on. That Next sounds, up. That's, that was like the straight to DVD or video game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 on oh, no. the Switch. No. Your, your waifu is the sword. The sword <laughs> is also yeah. the waifu. Yeah, I saw some True. headline about it being amazing and up there with Zelda, and I didn't believe it. I didn't read the rest of the articles. Yeah. So. Like, yeah. For like the length of time of the game, like oh okay, like it's on apparently on par with Breath of the Wild, and I was just like, mm. really, that's a bold ass claim. When they did yeah. like the Nintendo Direct a few weeks ago about it, it was, I just couldn't stand like the voice acting and stuff. It was just so horrible and clunky. <laughs> it was just like, nah, not for me, not for me. Always go for Japanese voice acting. Always. Yeah, yeah, on subs. Okay, well, I I won't be getting it. I've never really been into the that, that stuff, but um, yeah. It's probably the biggest release. The only other release, really, that I've put down is Doom VR um, on HTC Vive and PSVR. As the VR guy in the room, um, I mean, I'm just I mean, essentially about it, the lawnmower um, man. Yeah, I, I, I want to play it. I will play it. I've not played Doom already, so that's all the more reason to play it. Mm. Um, 
But I'm not going to play it till after I play Skyrim VR, and I expect Skyrim VR is going to last me a long time, so I don't feel like I need to rush into getting Doom. And I'm also not getting Skyrim VR yet, just because it's that time of year where you're not going to buy Skyrim's games, known you know, for being because... a short game. <laughs> well, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Alright, it is a long game, but I don't think I'm going to... I can't see me playing Skyrim as full Skyrim in VR. I think what I'm going to want to do just is around. just go around. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So I'm not going to be like doing the quests. I'm just going to be level to the point where you can not die and just go exploring and just yeah. see all the places. You know, that's what I want to do in there. Mm. But even then, that's going to take me a while. Given, you know, it's hard to find justification to isolate yourself from your entire family for longer than an hour here or there. So yeah. Wouldn't Doom VR be like motion sickness the game? <laughs> yeah, reg- yeah, yeah, regular Doom yeah. is pretty slick. That's it. Yeah, it's it's speedy, cool. so it's hard to know how they're going to do it. But... Mm. Fair enough. Um, cool. Uh, I will move it on to the news. I want to say. Oh god. Speaking of VR, the one other thing I I randomly picked up because what else is there to play? And since you're talking about VR, did you get the freebie game Bound? Yes. Which is also VR. Yes. What did you think of it? Um. It was beautiful in yes. VR, and I played it for like 30 minutes, put it down, and then you come back to it, and never got around to it. So I can't really talk about it much. But it felt like it was almost not a game. It's such a simplistic, linear platformer. It's mm. like you push forward and you press jump at the right time. That's the impression I got from it. Yeah. But in VR, that was still a really endearing, just gorgeous experience. Mm. Not in VR, I don't know what there is to it. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I obviously don't have VR because I'm not about that VR life. But. For a freebie game that I would have completely just wrote off, I actually, yeah, I found it to be quite, quite an interesting experience. Like, I was kind of like drawn to the whole, like, the kind of ballet movement of the character. Yeah. Like, it's really just beautiful to just explore around. But then the game has a weird, like, it does a weird storytelling thing where, like, yeah. you don't even know what it's like, is what I'm playing some kind of weird imagination and then you're shown the real world, but then it's like, the whole game you're playing is some kind of weird projection of someone on the outside. Like the whole game is just kind of weird. It's making me yeah, play. Yeah, actually, I've forgotten about this, but yeah, I've got a vague memory of like the first two minutes being me on a beach with a pregnant lady. Yeah, and then and, she, and then like, yeah, the game starts. You open a book. Well, later on, you, you kind of open the book and it has like kind of kids' drawings of just random things that kind okay. of relate to the game, and you kind of flick through the pages. And flick through the pages is what level you want to play. And then in the game, weird stuff happen, and then you do a level, and it'll be like, you do have weird VR, obviously made for VR bits, where like, there's some kind of like, some kind of family scene. Like one scene is just like a father playing chess with his like son and daughter. Oh shit! Yeah, I did do that as well. And then, and I was tiny. I was on the chessboard, and there were like these giant people around me. And then, I've forgotten all this yeah. stuff. And then there's like a scene where like the father's like pulling the daughter away and the son's like in the corner drawing. I'm like, wait a minute, this is, is this gonna turn sinister? Is this about like some kind of like Your mother's a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> so that's a callback. Yeah, that is a callback. Um yeah, is this gonna be like you find out this is some like some weird escapism mm. dream, someone who's had some kind of abuse, like mm. It was more, basically for a game that I'd normally be like, eh, whatever, it is way more interesting than I thought. Yeah. For a 3D game, so. But I didn't realise it had gone free. Was it? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, the, it's on the PlayStation Plus. So you can still. Right, right. Yeah, or well, you, you bought it because you buy all the VR, Mr. Yeah. VR. Yeah. But yeah, um, it's an interesting game to check out, to be honest. But what I didn't realise is that game has hardcore fucking achievements. Really? That is not a casual ass game. Right. Because I was like, oh, let me check out achievements. And it's just like, complete the level in this kind of time. 0.1% ultra rare achievement. Okay. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Shit, I thought this was going to be some casual stuff that I can just get easy platinum on, man. Nope. 
Nope. <laughs> Try no. I am. Uh... Cool. Well, I'm going to move on to the news then. Are we doing Animal Crossing in new releases? Uh, we're going to actually just discuss it as part of the news. Okay. We'll get there, don't worry. Right. <laughs> but it's a new release. It is. <laughs> it's a new release. All right. All right. And it's the first thing in the news. <laughs> Spoilers. So the news. Uh, Animal Crossing mobile game. What are the people's thoughts? I, I haven't played it. Is so... anyone else playing it? Am I pl I'm playing it. Is anyone else playing it? I'll be god damn. If Chewie's not playing it, then I want to. I just haven't got around to it yet. Right. I mean, okay. Well, it's it's a very stripped down Animal Crossing. I've, I mean, a lot of people seem to be super upset by the microtransactions. But what do you expect? That's um, what mobile I game. To hear. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're not that egregious, you know. It's it's yeah. the like sort of first gen mobile game kind of thing where it's do this thing. Wait ten minutes, come oh. back, then you can carry on. But I mean, traditional Animal Crossing gameplay has been there's only twenty minutes worth of stuff mm. to do every day. Mm. Do it, turn mm. it off, come back tomorrow. Yeah. So that kind of fits, you know. It yeah. doesn't feel like it's a, it's out of character for Animal Crossing to have that. Mm. So I don't have a problem with it. Um, but yeah, it's it's kind of stripped down. So and the problem is, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's still in there. It's surprising how much Animal Crossing stuff is still in the game, and now it still feels like Animal Crossing. Mm. It's just some of the things they've taken out are the things that I like best about Animal Crossing. So like little customization things like being able to change the town tune and get everyone, you know, singing, I don't know, one amp scissor or whatever. It's like yeah. I like that stuff and that's not in there anymore. Um the taking out the museum, so there's no like ongoing collection of oh. all the bugs and all the fish and all that and that's yeah, one of the that's things I really like. Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, Claire, I mean, wife's playing it and she's just massively addicted straight away because all the stuff she likes is still in there. So Which I was is, like, yeah, customize your furniture, camp. build your little Harris, all that stuff, you know, it's already right, building the campsite, not Harris, but and you've got a <laughs> A camper van that you can decorate yourself and stuff, and, stuff. and yeah, a lot of stuff's like really appealing and still nicely done. Um, so yeah, and then there's this mechanism where, like, your your main goal isn't pay off your mortgage; it's get people to come and visit your campsite. That seems to be the core gameplay loop, and you have to do things. So yeah, I had to convince Rosie to come and visit me, and she said, "I've been I've waiting so long for you to ask me to come around. I really want to come and see your campsite." Ooh. But it's time, it's I'm just steamy. But I'm not prepared to come around until you've got a lovely love seat. Was, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, no. Whoa. I was like, dude, I just want to be friends. Like, I'm twice your age. Check, this is inappropriate, check, right? Check this ring. <laughs> yeah, so I made her a lovely love seat. She came around. Oh, so you still did it? She oh. came around, she sat on it, and then I sold it. That's what they call it. Did you get more money for it? Sold it, it in use, yeah. <laughs> to the vending machine in Japan now. Yeah. But yeah, so... So I don't know what the end game is. It seems like you just got to keep inviting more and more people around until people can't breathe and you can't. Apparently, you can um, you can pay to have certain characters come visit. Right, you can, but even that is sort of like I mean, again, sort of typical mobile game. So there's the the most scarce currency is leaf tickets or leaf tokens or something. Tokens, but it still piles loads of those on you <laughs> in the first few hours, and you've got like in the first forty five days of owning the game or play or since you've like do your first login um, over that forty five day period. That's your only chance to get a specific stool you can buy, which KK Slider likes to sit on, and a specific chair that Tom Nook likes to sit in. Costs like 250 tokens. You get to 250 pretty quick in your first couple of days of play. It's probably a bit of grind to get to the second 250, mm. but it's fine by me because I like KK Slider, Tom Nook, Dirty or Crook, rather than not having him in the campsite. <laughs> yeah. 
So that's fine. Fair enough. You'd Fair probably enough. just start trying to charge me for my old chairs anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, so yeah, that felt all right. I, I didn't feel ripped off. You sound hurt, Jim. By Tom Nook. Who's not hurt by Tom Nook? He does rip you off. Oh, that's true, but this sounds more personal. <laughs> He's just a bastard. <laughs> Makes you work yeah. for him for like a year. Show us, show us on the mic where Tom Nook touched you. <laughs> There's a really good article someone wrote a couple of years ago about, um, you know, the the economics and politics of Animal Crossing. I'll have to dig it out. I can't remember. Man, look at him. Well, I just no, it was great. And, and it was all basically about Tom Nook being a representation. You know, it's sinister. <laughs> You know, Tom Rock is a... I, I would say Animal Crossing can be quite a sinister game at times. Damn. Yeah, that's true. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Destiny 2. Oh, God. They're lying about the amount of XP they give you. Why does anyone care? <laughs> um, really? No one's lying to me about the XP I'm getting because I'm not getting any XP because I'm not playing the game because you didn't give me all stuff uh, to yeah, do in the game. I'm, got I'm not playing currently game. playing Destiny 2. I have, I have got my... Work card and clocked it out on the little stamper thing, and that's it. I'm kind of done now. As yeah, you, as you knock the table, as I knock the table, it's fine. I can edit it. Edit yourself out. <laughs> um, so this is the body lady we were talking about. Yeah, she's gone for it now. She was just having a shuffle before, but now she's going <laughs> hack into bits. Um, yeah. <laughs> so this is one of the laws that we we talked about with the first game in between DLCs, where like I would just jump out. This this feels more like more, more of a law yeah. because this feels like. Not just like people like us are jumping out. This feels like Nick's jumping out. Like people that are like Uber into this game are saying, "I'm I'm done with this game," um, and that's even before the first expansion. Mm. I mean, I for a little bit of fun today, I went on the Destiny forums Ugh. to just look the Reddit and or the official what, forums. The official forums. Holy shit! Just no, to see, saying, it is intense sodium alone. <laughs> maximum hate. It, it is like looking at like just a post-apocalyptic like just yeah like a horrible yeah, so landscape dogs barking sirens yeah you know there's a smash of glass fire, somewhere yeah. like yeah the, the, oh it's not a nice place to be no. um that it's whole like, form it's, it's just it's like a week and a half till the DLC cop pops out and then I will play it and I might play for a couple of days and be like eh and I might play for a couple of months and be fine with it mm. and that's just the same as year one for me, you know. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Look, my disappointment with Destiny. Before we go on to the XP thing, my disappointment with Destiny is that it's making the exact same mistakes that Destiny one. Like this, this cycle is exactly the same as Destiny one. I had the same issue, you know. I could do everything I could do in the game, then there's a lull. Then the expansion comes out. The expansion is anemic, so I play through the expansion. Then there's not a whole lot to do, so I play other stuff. Then you wait for Bungie to do some updates that gets you through to the next expansion, which you hope is good, and you play that, and there's a massive lull until they release the big game changer in September, which is like the big new expansion. That's it. But now, the only thing I'd hoped is they'll learn from Destiny 1 and go, okay, first expansion needs to be better. It needs to have something more to do than just basically a raid and story missions. Mm. And once again, they've decided to not put in anything more than a raid and story missions. So it's just like, why, Bungie? Why? That's the thing. They, they can't actually do much in this expansion to fix it. I mean, much. there's a new patrol area. The first ever expansion didn't have a new patrol area, right? No, so, but the patrol area is pretty small. Yeah, I know, I know, but it's still... I know, it, no, it is a step... It's not there. I know, no, no, it's, it's definitely a step in the right direction. But my problem is that they give you a new patrol area. Okay, cool. What can you do in patrol area? You can do adventures. Fair enough. You can do public events. Fair enough. What else can you do? That's it. It's not like 
there's a new patrol area and there's a prison of elders or Corvorix even or some extra off like Arkham's oh, Forge or any no. extra little mode that I think that would have been a bit better to sell to people I agree I do agree but, well yeah. tell us about the XP thing what's happened with that the XP thing you know people want to make a big deal out of it because it is seen as a sinister intentional move by Bungie to try and trick people into buying bright engrams which is the game's equivalent of loot boxes so basically what's happening is at the start of every week Bungie give you like a triple EXP boost so you can get you can quickly get free bright engrams at the start of, it, of, start of every week with yeah. your character just for normal play alright it seems like after you've done that the amount of EXP you earn seems to start getting capped so after a bit of play the amount of EXP you're shown is nowhere near the amount of EXP you actually get you, you get something like something as low as like you know 90% less EXP than what they actually show yeah. and the, the implication is that they're purposely slowing down your progress because once you hit level 20 any level up you get will get your brain around but obviously if they slow down the amount of EXP you get it takes you longer to get that free brain around so people are saying Bungie are using this as a way to push people into the you know Eververse store and buy yeah. brain grams. And whilst that is not wrong, uh, as in yeah, it seems like that would possibly be the intention. I just find the way they done my transaction in this is just far less egregious than even how they did it before. Because mm-hmm. before it was a simple case of you you can get free boxes or whatever they call them treasures, which had the same microtransaction bollocks in it. That's it. There, there was no alternative way to earn it once you had your free free ones. And that's not like free per character. I don't think it was like free per account. It felt like so now you can earn like nine if you have all three characters. So I was just like, I'm not particularly fussed. It's just the, the issue people have is Bungie is halting my progress. Yeah, fair enough. Fair but enough. what I kind of said to the players of Zepka is, all right, fair enough. That's that's bad. It should be investigated. However, they need to prove that. Bungie was halting your progress at times where you're just leveling up normally. Yeah. So just play for the campaign. I don't think it took long to level up because you get shit tons of EXP. But uh, yeah, so there's those implications. Like for example, if they're throttling you EXP and you bought uh, the pop tarts which came with the bonus EXP codes, or you used your silver dust to buy fire team medallions which give you an EXP boost, or anything like that, if Bungie were throttling it, then they should refund those people back. That's the argument people are making now. Yeah. Um, things like, if EXP was throttled, what was the point of double EXP weekend when Bungie were throttling the EXP? Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know how they're going to answer that. Um, I suspect they're not. Well, they've said that they've looked into it and they've removed the cap, but people are saying that... They've well, no, they've, yeah, they've said it was throttled, this was for a specific reason, we've upset it, and you're right, we don't like it, we're going to stop it. It stops it straight away. And also silently double the XP required to level up. Yeah, yeah. or half so the amount of the XP you get. Which, I is, think so, is. which is the EA move in terms of. It's not a bit. I mean. Star Wars Battlefront. Too. I think, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think like the level of justified loot crate upsetness mm. is tied to whether how valuable what's in the loot crate is, you know? Yeah. I think Overwatch has loot crates people give a shit about. Yeah. I don't think. Destiny's got loot crates anyone cares about. I don't see anyone going out and paying for it. It's going to be like your tiny... I did it once to begin with. You might be like tiny 1% in the first of month when I didn't yeah. really know what they were and then I was yeah. kind of like, oh, this doesn't actually give me shit. It doesn't. Mm. It's, yeah. It's, it's not only that it's just cosmetic, it's not even very nice cosmetic stuff for it. Mm. So yeah, I don't think either yeah. 
people well, are people are down on Destiny and want more reasons to hate on it. Yes. People are down on video games in general being uh, thirsty in that way at the moment, and yeah. so I want another reason to bitch about it. But that's all it is. I don't think this is actually a big one. Remember when video no. games were just fun? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I mean, I think to kind of talk about the whole loot crate because I don't think we've had a podcast where we talk about loot crate thing. Well, we are. That's now. that's this this episode is uh, the next up in the news. Thank God I don't read uh, the itinerary. <laughs> yeah, I, I already, I'm already ready. Uh, Belgian politicians denounced loot crates and have asked for a ban in the EU. Um, keep keep government out of. Well, they're doing it as in it's unregulated gambling. Not. I've, I've had this argument. I think we. Um, Jim, but I don't. Right. I don't see it as yeah. Well, we not argument actually. We had a brief discussion about it, in which I said I don't see it as gambling because gambling has a very obvious like loss condition, mm-hmm. and then it has oh, yeah, yeah. varying degrees of win conditions. Whereas when you buy a loot crate, you always get something. It's just that the, the value of the thing you get is completely random. So you can get things that the game doesn't say has a set value, but means less to you than someone else. So like if let's take Overwatch for example, yeah. You open the loot crate and it gives you like I don't know, a spray, gives you a voice clip, and it gives you some other tap, right? You still got something for your purchase, you didn't get the waifu skin that you're desperately after or whatever, right? Yeah. So I don't see that as, as gambling. You know, if you put money in a slot machine, you pull the lever and it just gives you shit rolls, then you get zero. You you've lost your your money going in and got nothing in return. That's gambling. Yeah. And then you you try to chase your money back by putting more money back in to try and get more than what you put in. Whereas loot crate really like you put in hoping that you'll get something better than the most basic thing you can you can get. So I don't see. Yeah, it. I mean, it's, it's like, because it's like on the one hand, I can see the argument of like, oh, this is terrible because it's encouraging kids to want to pay real money for stuff that they see as desirable and can't get. Mm. I don't know if many kids are actually stealing the parents' credit cards to do. I think most kids are just like, oh, that thing, I can't get it. Boohoo, never mind. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, you pointed this out. I mean, you made me think of it in these terms, but it's not different to buying panini stickers for your sticker album you know it's yeah. like you buy a pack of stickers yeah. you might get the ones you want you might not you buy pokemon cards you might get the ones yeah. you might get shiny you might yeah. not it's like yeah. it's sort of the same thing yeah. and nobody was up in arms about them being encouraging gambling in kids mm-hmm. when that actually was kids taking the pocket money to the corner shop and doing it you know? mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. so it's sort of that's a more direct parallel than this is gambling yeah mm-hmm. but then it seems like people have official regulations about what constitutes gambling that don't quite line up with us because it's not about can you give money and not get anything back mm-hmm. it's can you take winnings and then cash them out into real money. That apparently is where mm, it becomes gambling. Right. And the argument for not enforcing it in gaming is that you can. You take this stuff yeah. and it's still only virtual product. It's got no real life value. Yeah. The counter argument is actually some of the stuff you can then go on eBay in various ways or whatever. But that's kind of awkward, you know? Yeah, that is Especially mad, on like the games we're talking about. I don't think there's ways to cash out. There are yeah. some games, but you, apparently you can do it in like FIFA Ultimate Team. There's a pretty easy way to take yeah. your code and go and sell it on. So. Yeah, FIFA, FIFA. Yeah, FIFA had a kind of black market. Of, yeah, yeah. Which is, like, yeah. I found, that, I found that really weird. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think <laughs> the whole loot crate thing, in general, before you even get to the, the gambling aspects of it, I think the whole loot crate thing in general is a conversation that developers have to be honest about and like gamers have to be like realistic about, which is a simple case of they they, they exist not necessarily. Like, a lot of people go loot crates because companies are greedy. Yeah, that that could be part of it. There's definitely some companies that are greedy, but I think what people need to definitely think about is okay, the the cost of a game, the base price of a game, has basically remained pretty much the same for years. Yeah, 
you know, loads of things have gone up due to inflation. Games, not not so much. Yeah, we saw a beast, you know, burst when like the PS4 came out and games were 50 quid. That quickly went down and now new releases, you know, like 40 quid. You know, Millie, that's because a lot of retailers are doing um, loss leading on some of this stuff. But anyway, so if, if the way to keep games looking shiny and like, you know, have all this kind of razzmatazz is to have cosmetic based microtransactions however the companies want to dress that up whether they start whether they stop the loot crate thing and just start directly selling you those things which i don't think they want to do because that means they put a value on these little things which is tough yeah yeah uh or it also continue... means that people get what they want straight away and stop spending on it exactly right um which is bad because that's psychological manipulation that's you know that sounds it's kind of gambler's fallacy like this box didn't give me more but surely the next box will but you know yeah that, that's probably... well that goes back to jim's point about the cards i mean i remember yeah. buying the cards when i was a kid but the thing mm -hmm. with the cards and i see even with paninis as well mm -hmm. like you have a rare you always get one rare card or one rare sticker kind of thing that was guaranteed when i was a kid that's something that came in yeah. in the later years yeah. yeah when you were buying remember in the 90s that was what well, 30 years ago no, i remember it? maybe it wasn't in the 80s when i was buying like Stickers for me, Return of the Jedi album. There was no guarantee. Well, I, remember, I remember with my Pokemon cards, there's always guaranteed a, a rare one, right. and uh, there was always one. No, with mine there was. Um, you don't, you don't get guaranteed anything in any of the loot, loot boxes or loot crates, do you? Um, in Destiny, no. I mean, you're doing Destiny Hearthstone. Do. That's got you always get you know at least one rare in a Hearthstone pack, and they're arguably loot crates. It kind of dishes out really nearly without paying for them, but when you can pay DMR. I have done that in the past. So. I don't, Bungie... know I don't know about guaranteed rare. Like in the old treasure boxes, they say like you'll definitely get these. You definitely get one of these in your in the box. Yeah. Everything else is what it randomly rolls for. So I don't know, but I mean, look, I remember, look, I remember going like Tokyo, and they do the thing where you they have like figurine sets, and you can't see what figurine you're going to get in the box. All you know is that yeah. there's a set yeah. of figurines. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to, and you basically wait up doors. You go, okay, I'm going to buy this figurine and hope I get this one. All right. Loot crates come like that. You know, you, you buy one and you go, I hope I get this one. And then yeah. it's like, open it. It's like, no, shit, it's not the one I want. Um, which is what happened to me. I was pretty sorry about but, um But it's kind of like that. So I think for all the kind of furore people have, I think people have to kind of measure the kind of... Uh, just like how bad the things are like the the star wars one where it's insanely bad because it actually affects the game like you yeah, can't play it. hero mode unless yeah. you have a hero getting a hero is either a 40 hour grind or a shorter grind if you buy crates because they give you they can give you credits that's the real yeah. reason they kicked off it's nothing to do with like loot crates per se it's mm. pay to win which has always yeah. been for everybody knows not to do pay to win you know since yeah. early mobile when people first started doing this tower game and I, met, I read a pretty decent blog post about it um, by this guy who writes mobile games and has been putting microtransactions in games, you know, for years now. And yeah. he was like, look, the thing everybody knows here, the way to not do this wrong, is just bear in mind, only 2% of players of any game are ever going to spend any money on microtransactions. Yeah. So you've got to make it a game that's still appealing to the 98% of people who are never going to spend money. Mm. And you need those people to like it, because they're your word of mouth. That's how the game's going to spread. Yeah. The 2% of people are never going to get this game spread you need 98 percent of people to like it it spreads and then two percent of them will spend some money and you'll make some money out of it yeah but if you don't remember that your core game has got to appeal to those 98 percent of people then you're going to fuck it up and that's what battlefront did you know yeah they made a game that doesn't appeal to the 98 percent and look it's it's sold nothing because nobody wanted it and, yeah 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 i mean you know, i've 
EA seems to have a habit of this, but the loot crate, making it into a loot crate kind of thing is issue. Because I didn't even like, I remember like Battlefield where you could pay, and this is something that's kind of disappeared from gaming a little bit, where you could pay to unlock all the like gun add-ons and abilities. Mm, mm, And that's like, how come no one saw that as pay to win? Like, Mm. you know, ranking up, through like play to get a gun then playing that gun and getting hundreds of kills to get the attachments but that's mm. a gun when someone can just pay to get all the guns unlocked wow, with I didn't all know the attachments yeah Battlefield 4 had it or oh, no Battlefield 3 had it or well, Battlefield 4 flopped didn't it Battlefield 4 had its own problems like server tick rate of like 15 <laughs> yeah, <that's where> <laughs> <I'm absolutely laughs> it, but yeah um, but yeah stuff like that um, but there's just been so many microtransactions in games that haven't been paid to win and people have just been alright with it you know and yeah, it just seems like this has kicked off because well I guess the other thing is everyone liked the juicy side of it, which was EA getting the wrist slap by Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Also changing yeah. fucking now. And yeah. Stop yeah. Ruining Star Wars, it. man. If it was anything yeah. else, it would be better. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Can't mess with Star Wars. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think people need to have an honest discussion about microtransactions in general. Like, I don't mind the company trying to claw back some revenue or trying to have some kind of revenue stream within their game. As long as, like you said, as long as the game is appealing to play and the microtransactions thing isn't intrusive. Mm. Yeah, if it just feels like, look, if some people want to bling out their character with microtransactions, cool. I can still play the game and still look cool without having extra bling. That's what Disney One felt like. People that had like all cool dances and yeah. shit like that. I just like, yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, I think the other thing for me as well, just like personally, is that there's no way I'm ever going to pay for microtransactions in a game that I had to pay for in the first place. Whereas if it's a free game and I'm enjoying it. I kind of feel at some point it's like I don't mind giving you that money. You know, it's like that's yeah, that was kind no, of like fair. when I was buying Hearthstone packs, it wasn't really because I needed to unlock them quicker. It's just like I was like, really enjoying this game. I'm playing it for a year. Yeah, I'll give you a tenner. It's fine. You, you, you're a better man than I am. Like, <laughs> if I can get the free game for free, scam everything out of the game, <laughs> not pay a penny, I will. Well, yeah. you can. Um, you got to start playing Hearthstone. You'll love it. I don't know, man. I don't know. Seriously, you'll love it. I can't believe you're not touching it. Don't anyway, see these dicks trying to get you to play Rocket League. You won't actually like that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna move it on. <laughs> Told. I'm gonna move it on. Chewy, have you caught a far fetched? I caught a far fetched back in September when I went to Tokyo. Have you caught now a... it's everywhere yeah. and it's not special anymore. <laughs> I know. How salty are you right now? Pretty salty. Oh. Cool. Do you want to explain what's happened? <sighs> so in Pokemon Go. Um, there are certain Pokemon that are exclusive to different continents and regions. So here in Europe, we have uh, Mr. Mime that you can't <laughs> capture. Hey, man, don't dismiss the Mime. He's cool. He's cool. He's not cool. He's, He's not. I, I, I've, been, I've been like stacking them up for when they bring out trading. John's really freaked out by Mr. Mime. <laughs> he doesn't want to go near Mr. Mime. Oh, he knows what kind of stranger you don't talk to. Oh, <laughs> Do you remember when we watched, used to watch the cartoon? Mr. Mime just pulls his mask off and just kept his face. Oh, damn. Oh, no. <laughs> Pennywise at Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> If only, if only you rolled into Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on, Drew. So, um, the Asia and Japanese exclusive, uh, or more Japan exclusive, uh, is far fetched. And I recently went to Tokyo with Bailey, and far fetched is very difficult to catch in yeah, Tokyo. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I spent two weeks trying to catch that mofo. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, oh, yeah. So, when I got back to England, um, you have gyms where you can put your Pokemon in there, oh. and every <laughs> you're going to put your Pokemon, Pokemon in gym. <laughs> oh, 
Jim's like, just got a Mr. Mime stuck out. I like, I like how you turn around for this, Jim, like to face I mean, me. I could probably manage Diglett, but don't go any further. You can take Diglett? Every hole's a goal. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm always going to say far-fetched leak. <laughs> Woo! Um, Sorry, yourself short, man. Go for a dog trio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. One in each hole. <laughs> Woo! It's getting too spicy for me now. Yeah. Oh, it's getting hot in here. Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. Um, so I used to put um, my farfetch in uh, every gym that I could possibly find. Because <laughs> you were special. That's yeah. What call it, yeah. And it was a nice way of just showing off your Pokemon. But now every fucker's got it. <laughs> also, not only that, but haven't you missed out on a fun time where everybody got together in a big raid event and got to catch it and you didn't... Well, this is out. it. Um, apparently was... it was three billion Pokemon caught over the space of a week. Well, everyone's really enjoyed it. So unlock the farfetch in other regions. Wow. Yeah. I, I caught I caught my Pokemons. I bet you just you, I mean you wouldn't want to help people unlock that, would you really? So what was it? Last <laughs> week I did do a fair bit of walking, so during all those walkings I caught every single Pokemon to help reach that three billion mark. And there was uh I was texting my mate and everything and we were like keeping up to date with it all and everything. So wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm trying to remember something now. So with Pokemon Go, they had a free Are you sure it's three billion? Not three million. Three billion. 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 And that hit, right? Yeah. And when Nintendo tried the same thing with, was it X and Y or was it Sun and Moon? It's not Nintendo, it's Pokemon Sun Company. Sun and Moon. A Pokemon Company tried the same thing and it was something, some poultry amount in it, comparison to three billion. Well, it was. The, the, the thing with that is yeah. it was a poultry amount, but it was something you needed to finish the story to get into. And most people, and they did it in like the first three and weeks or something. You, oh, had, okay. you had to yeah. go online. It was a weird... Weird challenge to set. That, yeah, because you had to set up your online account for all, everything that you did to register for the online competition. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so it was it, it was a pain in the ass because even I did it. I had to like create a Pokemon account. Yeah, and... I think they just misjudged like what kind of kids are playing Pokemon and whether they're not bothering to go online and yeah, and they're not finishing the story in two yeah. weeks. Yeah. Nah, yeah. fair enough. Because I was gonna say like I mean I'm a year later and I'm finished the story, so I still wouldn't have. Oh, a lot of people still play Pokemon Go. Like oh um, yeah, I people. Oh, it's on your phone, so people, well, some people just like whatever. But. Sunday morning, um, there was a raid for Roku, a legendary Pokemon, and mm-hmm. literally, in Raikou. it was five minutes before it started, and I was walking over to it, and I got there just after the raid started, and there was already a group of 12 people already there, mid-battle, and I was really annoyed that I'd missed the start of that battle. Can't you just, like, as long as you get a reward, who cares? Like, no, once in. the battle started, you can't jump in. <laughs> you gotta <laughs> jump in, all, you gotta start it all at the same time. Womp womp. Yeah. Cool. I'm going to move it on then. Yeah. Are you playing Ultra on the Moon before we move on? I cancelled my pre-order. Did you? I, I, I'm not going to play it. Fair enough. And I was like, shall I keep it as a collector's? I have a lot of Nintendo collectible merchandise. I've heard good things about it though. So maybe really? one day... I've heard nothing. Yeah, I've heard nothing. It seems to have just come out and no one's even... So, so I've seen a couple of articles, but... The game itself is essentially Sun and Moon, just revamped. Uh, yeah. It's different protagonists, but what they have done, which is kind of interesting, yeah. they've taken every villain from every generation of Pokemon game, oh, yeah, yeah, including oh, the first gen with Giovanni as a villain, yeah, boy. and brought it all together. Yeah. And it's and uh, the, the baddies are called... Uh, Team Rainbow. Rainbow Rocket. Team Rainbow Rocket. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but you've got villains from every single um, Pokemon game inside there as a thing. Still couldn't get me to play it. No, I did. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, I saw Double Rainbow yesterday. Double Rainbow. How did yeah, you feel? I, I didn't cry. Oh, the thing is, do you know that every you know rainbow. I mean, everyone knows the meme. Yeah, every rainbow is actually a double rainbow. 
it's just there's the one is usually so faint you can't quite notice it but if you look for it it's nearly always there mm. and if you get a bright primary rainbow then you're always going to get a double rainbow it's, like, Did, it's not as well, rare as people make it out we were probably, we were you probably know? looking at the same rainbow Jim no no because I was looking at a rainbow yesterday that's not how rainbows work Bailey <laughs> did you know <laughs> it's not actually physically there <laughs> <and> like not <laughs> but, 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 Midlands but it was <laughs> the same time that we were looking we were, at it no, we're, did you know we're both seeing the same optical effect from two different locations yeah, yeah but it's the same rainbow no, it's, not it's impossible rainbow, for anyone to see the same <laughs> rainbow every rainbow is unique yeah, even me looking at it and my wife stood next to me looking at it, it's still I definitely weren't seeing the rainbow. Different rainbows. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's in your eyes. It's not. I in the sky. It was the same. Even if you take a photo of a rainbow, <laughs> nobody else will ever be able to see that rainbow. The rainbow's really in your mind. Oh. At least I'm going to move it on. Minds at the same time. Feature discussion. <laughs> rainbows. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, with the double rainbow, the outer rainbow is the inverse of the inner rainbow. Do you know You know, you know too much about rainbows. <laughs> I thought everyone knew that, but that's a good thing. It's a good fact. Well, I wouldn't tell you if I thought everyone knew. I just wondered if everyone knew. It's a good fact. So yeah, like, it goes like red to purple on the outer one, and then purple to red on the inner one. Right. No, no, that's not. I said it wrong. Basically, one's, <laughs> one's the opposite of the other one. Did you know rainbows are actually circular? And the only reason why we see it as an ice is because we're on the surface. Yeah, yeah there's a rainbow under the ground as well. Mm. Yeah, nothing like that. But the Earth's flat. How does that work? <laughs> Nick, destroy us. <laughs> I've had a realisation recently about the flat Earth people. I always thought it was... They're not real like, people. Just, they're crazy, right? No, I thought they weren't crazy. I thought this was like a good bit of irony about anti-science. I thought they were doing it as a kind of like representation of like a piss take of bad science people. But oh, no, no, they're no, real. No, they're, Jim, they're, they're, they're deadly serious. Yeah. Yeah. The globalist conspiracy. I don't know. I didn't realize it before. I just assumed it was like clever people being clever. It's not. It's fucking yeah, stupid no. people being stupid. It's insane seen, people yeah. being insane. Yeah, but have you seen their stupid arguments? Uh, I've seen some. Oh, the globalist conspiracy. Oh, trying to sell I, well, I do believe the biggest Facebook group about Flat Earth Society recently came out and said they were a troll. Oh, really? Nothing just and comes across as pastiche like, of like so much other stuff. Yeah, you know, it's like I assume that's what it was. They'd just been trolling all along and had all like take a belief no one could up. ever actually have and argue for it to show how people will argue for bullshit beliefs. It's just, I always thought that's what it was. Fair enough. Maybe I'm going to move maybe it maybe on. The original flat Earth society was like. Yeah, move it on from rainbows and unicorns and flat Earth. It's like the age of the Earth. How old the Earth actually is, and how? Well, even creationist idea of how old the Earth is. That's about six thousand years old, right? (laughs) Apart from this fossil. (laughs) Anyway, feature discussion. Sorry, yeah. yeah. (laughs) If you could take one platform game to a desert island. What would it be? Does anyone want to stop? You've had all day to think about this. No, I've had all day to think about I showed you it earlier and you're like, oh, okay. Stop showing me things. All right, cool. I'm going to put it on Nick first then, if he's uh, already seen it. Mr. I don't look at the itinerary. All right, I mean, I could just say any platform and, and not care. <laughs> like, but you uh, do care, because then it's on record that you said it. So. Yeah, no one listens to it. Of um, it's annoying because like you have to you have to 
I hate questions like this because I end up trying to break it down logically. Like, if you if you're stuck on an island, mm. which magically has the electricity and the TV and a console, no, you know why I wouldn't say Kirby? It <laughs> would have been on my list for having five great iterations of Kirby. The yeah, problem is that it's more fun. If I was stranded on the desert island with someone else, then yeah, I would, I would take Kirby's fun pack. Think the desert in desert island isn't like sand; it's deserted. It means you're the only one there. You can't have somebody else with you on a desert island. I think it's got to be. Yeah, it's just yeah. you. Says you, man. <laughs> desert island discs wasn't like no one ever goes and like oh well I like dancing to this one with my friends so we'll take this and I'll get my friends to go with me. No man, I I like I I swam to the island with like you know someone else. Under your arm? What, in a headlock. What's that? Drowning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, I know. They're just under the water the whole way you get there and they're dead. No, it's like you're getting the body like, busted controller now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know, yeah. If, since I'm on my days there, um, fuck. It has to be something like, it has to be something like Mario 64. Okay. It, it, just because you need you need a platform game that isn't just a simple get to A to B and finish level because you you finish that pretty quick and you must get bored of doing that over and over again even if it was like Super Mario World you get bored of doing that over and over again okay. with Mario 64 there's at least a bit of exploration there's a bit more like I can make a game of things within the game like you, you can dick around a lot more in an open space Mario 64 I think is one of the better open space Mario games okay. to do considering I've not played um, for a hat my thing Mario Odyssey that's the one <laughs> <laughs> okay cool um, yeah cool Luke? Uh, I don't know, man. Um, I haven't really played many like platformers. Um, I don't know. I mean, you weren't alive when a lot of the good ones came out. Exactly. Uh, is the name a recent one? Uh, you played quite a few. I mean, I don't know. You told me about all the platforming games that you've been playing. Like what? I can't remember. Crash Trilogy? Oh, fuck that. No, so okay, you wouldn't like, take Crash Trilogy? Not the remake, no. That's just a uh, piece of shit. <laughs> Odyssey? No, I wouldn't, because I haven't finished playing it, and I can't. I can't judge. I can't be like, well, I'm going to take this. Surely, game. one you haven't finished playing is a better one to take to Judge Island. <laughs> no, because like, if I get stuck, like, obviously, what about it... one you've never played? That'd be the idea, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah right. But then, what if I don't enjoy it? Like, if I've heard nothing about you this drown game, yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'd this probably is take the end. <laughs> maybe Crash Bandicoot Three. Or... You just said no to the well, trilogy. No, but on the PlayStation One, back when it was actually you know decent right, and. Right. You got bullshit mechanics. Where just like... So what's wrong with the remake then? So on the remake, when like there's one of the levels on like the first one where like how how your body how your character model is designed is like you're not flat oh, like you were in the original game. Clipping, like you're yeah. pill shaped in a sense. So like even if you land on a platform mm. in the old game, if you landed on a platform just like with the tip of your toes, you'd still be fine. And I was like, all right, that's cool. Because when yeah. I was younger, you were like, I've made it. I don't give a shit. You yeah. spent like hours on this. But on the remake, it's just like. You think you know that you're on it because you can see your feet, but like yeah. your center of gravity, I suppose, is shifted so it's directly center, and it's yeah. just like you just slip and you fall off. And <laughs> you're like, I like it got to the point like I bought the game on like release day, and I just like got so pissed off at a level. I was like, nah, fuck this. And I only picked it up like about a month ago. Bandicoot souls. Yeah, I was just like, you know what, fuck this. this is, I'm not enjoying it. It's not enjoying so it. So be original Crash Bandicoot three. Crash Bandicoot three. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Uh, in contrast to Nick, mine would be Super Mario World. And the reason for that is, I think it's probably the finest example of platform level design that's ever been created. Um, the amount of variety, the power-ups, the the idea that that was new at the time that you could have 
something up there as well that you can like call upon to oh, sort yeah. of come down and you can have that power up. Oh, what happened to um, that? So they ditched that? Gone. Um, yeah, I think the addition of Yoshi. Um, yeah, I think that game is pretty much flawless. I can't think of many other games that are as perfect as that game. And in terms of replaying it, there is so much to do in that game. It's ridiculous. I mean, you know, even when you think you've got to the end of the Star Road and you're like, yeah, fuck, I've completed this mega secret. Mm. Nope. You go off to another world. Mm. So I think for me, that would be my Desert Island platformer. Did you Desert Island got Wi-Fi? Uh, I would allow Wi-Fi, yeah. I'm just wondering whether you could, you know, take Super Mario World and also, like, YouTube those guys who, like, program extra shit into Mario World by doing certain little glitch hacks and then you can actually... Pro reprogram the game from within the game kind of. have you seen that shit. you seen that guy it's amazing it's no. literally like you can do certain specific glitches that hack into certain bits of memory that then allow you to by jumping to the right places and yeah. doing the right moves in the right order yeah. you basically reprogram parts of the memory and then you're basically rewriting the game from within yeah. the game yeah. it's so yeah. amazing yeah. so yeah that would keep you busy man Fair enough. You know, that was a successful Super Mario Pokemon maker in Super really? yeah. yeah cool Jim well, you probably think you know what I'm going to say, don't you? But I don't actually know. Oh, right, okay. no. I thought you were expecting me to say Chucky Egg, but I'm not saying Chucky Oh, no, no, I didn't even think of it, sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I was thinking sort of the same thing as Nick, that you want something that's an exploration type rather than a linear type, and you want a big exploration type. And I mean, it's so hard to convey these days how mind-blowing Jet Set Willy was when it first came out, because that was like the first exploration platformer where it wasn't linear, do this screen, then do this screen, mm. then do this screen. It was... From this screen, you can go off this side or that side or up, and you'll get to different screens. You know, it's like the first time that ever happened in gaming. So I'm aware. Metroid. Um, well, that's the other thing that I'm thinking about. I mean, is that platformer? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Super Metroid. Metroid. Yeah. I'm just starting. I'm really enjoying it. I'm sure it's awesome all the way through. That would be a good one for me. Jesse, well, I've been playing it since like what 1982. It came out 83, I think maybe. There's still screens of Jesse Willie I've never got to. You know, I've never seen. So Dude. that's a pretty. You know. If it lasts that long without you seeing everything, that's, pretty, got. Endorsement, that's yeah. pretty good. It's um, you know, longevity. So, yeah, that or Symphony of the Night. Symphony of the Night. Uh, or Super Metroid. Or just one of those things that's like just a massive map that you can just get lost in. It's so weird. I don't ever class um, as like Metroidvanias. Like, they, they're almost their own genre. But they're definitely platformers. Yeah, they're the core they're gameplay definitely is platform yeah. gameplay. Mm, so, yeah. Cool. So, even though Mario 64 is still all time. Best game I've ever played. I don't think it did what I say because I've, I've rinsed it so much. I know it's out so. See, Super Mario World is a game where I've rinsed. Super Mario World is a game where, back in my poppy, poppy kid days, would be a game where I would. Because you have three save files. So I get the full 96 level in one, do on another one, do on another one, then delete all three, and then do it all over again. That was my like, Mario 64. Over and over. But Mario 64, I was like, I don't think I even got all the max stars. I was just like, yeah. Oh my god, really? Yeah, I completed it. I can't remember how many it's stars I I completed it. It's satisfying and, uh, to get it's completed like, with 60. Max is 120. You've not played yeah, half yeah. again. There's so much awesome stuff in there. That you, oh, my God. You've got gosh, so much. Gosh, what, I'm so something. jealous that you've got so much great stuff still to do in the best game ever. Oh, my God. You need to get to that Desert Island now and get on with it. <laughs> yeah, I think we discussed this before where like you've not actually completed it. And I think... Was it also... Ocarina of Time that you no did? Ocarina of Time you did that I fucking blitzed that it must shit. have just been the Mario uh, then where we time. were like wait what anything that's like an actual RPG 
there's no way I would half complete it. That would be like all the hearts, all all the items, all the armors, everything you can get in that game. I would have like yeah. RPG games I play Super Serious Mario's because it's for just like I'm getting to places and doing stuff and being Bowser, and then it's like if I get bonus stars whilst I'm playing, yeah. Oh man, I want a spin-off podcast series where Nick plays Mario City Tavor and I just sit with him and we just talk about it while he plays it. I would love that. Just, just watch you experience it. it for the first time. All the stuff you've not done. Oh my god. Do it. Man, if I, I can, can remember how to play that game, man. It's long well, you can relearn. time. Yeah. Oh, Chewy. Last up. Uh, can I... Well, I've got like no. three suggestions to no. if you won't let me do the first one. One. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be the first one. Just one of those three. You didn't make me sick to one. I ended up suggesting three possibles and you moved on. Well, no, but you said that Jet Set Willy was that yours. That is probably the one. Jet Set yeah. Willy. yeah. So that's fine. So as long as you, long you choose okay. So I can't say Sega Mega Drive uh, Console Classics Collection. It's not one game, is it? It came it's on one, one disc. Cartridge. One cartridge. And, 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 and not every game one. And not every game five one. one. Alright, um, SNES Mini Classic? Can I say that then? No. Not, not a platformer. <laughs> That's cool. Alright, um, the game I'd choose is uh, Robocop vs. Terminator. That not, not, not a platformer. That's not. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, it's, an action, uh, it's definitely an action shooter, which is yeah, why. No, it, it was, it's a platform. Was, Robocop was jumping and shooting. I don't know, you know, side scrolling shooting ups aren't really the same as. It's still it platforming. Mm. It's like Castlevania. And Metroid. I mean, it's like old Castlevania. It's not like Symphony of the Symphony. Why can't I say that word? <laughs> Symphony of the Night Castlevania. I mean, you're jumping and you're jumping in the streets of rage, but that that's that's not platform. No, it's not. And there is actual platforms in the streets of rage. I'd still go with that. I'm still saying that. I mean, it's not a platformer, so it needs to be something is. else. Otherwise, you don't like, have I'm one. not classifying it as a platformer. I jump, I shoot. Oh, Chewie's gonna arrive when he turns out and open his box and it'll be empty. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. Just drown myself. Jim, Chewie just gets in the box and just goes into the ocean. <laughs> Slow paddling along in my little cartridge box. <laughs> cool. Um, well, that's it for the nerd word this week, guys. Really? It's too sharp. Surely we've missed short. That we missed is a bit. An hour and a half. What about show me what you got? Have you stopped? Oh no, no. Ah no, we're done. Nah. Uh, cool. Uh, Nick, say goodbye. Bye bye. Say goodbye. Bye. Kim, say goodbye. Bye. Chewy. Robocop vs. Terminator is a platformer. Boo this man. It's goodbye from me. I guess I just end up with an empty box on my desert island. Jim, you still Would you rather help? take an empty box and pick, just pick a different platform again? I don't know. What's this about me picking you up? No, helping me out. I can't. You're drowning me. <laughs> You're on different <laughs> islands, Joey. You can't ask him. Can I see him from his island? No. Yeah, you can oh, see me playing Jesse Willy. Yeah. <laughs> Ignoring oh. you, trying to drown yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I need a hand, Jim. <laughs> Shut up and drown, <laughs> Chewie. Wait, when, when you say he can see you playing Jet Set Willy. <laughs> oh. Oh. Can't believe is that why he drowned himself? <laughs> you can't use this for the end bit. It, a willy joke about Jesse Willy. I mean... <laughs> so you should have heard the outtake from last week. That I had to cut of this guy. Me? What did I say? What, what did I say? I'm, always, talking, I'm always getting we were, we were We were talking about movies that people would recommend to other Nerdword members. Oh god, yeah. Definitely cut that. Yeah. I didn't hear anything inappropriate, no. He was trying to do a Kevin Spacey joke, <sighs> but it just wow. made him come off as like 
the pervert. And I, I stopped after I said it. And I was like, I can't fix this. I can't fix it. Just thinking in my head. Just like, I can't fix this. I can't fix it. I was like, just cut it, Bailey. Just cut it. Just abort. Yeah. But yeah, I described this film about these, these young teenage girls falling in love. Yeah, I remember that bit. I just right, yeah. Yeah, imagine that. But actually, after that bit, <laughs> Chewie just goes, the real question is, can I masturbate to it? And me and Nick just were like, oh, that's... What? <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, the real answer to that question is, you can masturbate to anything. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 